0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Well, uh, I got to tell you guys, my head exploded uh, totally yesterday. Uh, This is a facsimile. I have uh, sort of put it back together. I understand that the Democrats have walked out of the uh, Senate uh, Judiciary Committee hearing I also understand that uh, Jeff Flake, who was the only potential Republican no vote on the panel, has said he will support uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, And I believe that uh, the old goat, known as uh, Senator Grassley, has now said that uh, they will have the vote on the committee at 1.30 this afternoon and there is now no doubt that uh, Kavanaugh will uh, be approved by the Judiciary Committee on a uh, totally partisan vote and uh, his nomination will go to the floor of the Senate where it will be voted on uh, probably early next week unless, unless some miracle happens. Uh, this is a a done deal. I I, like, I'm sure many of you watched a lot of that debacle in the afternoon. I thought the morning when she testified uh, was riveting. I thought the afternoon when he testified was frightening. And I don't think I'm alone in seeing that as just two totally different, uh, they were both witnesses, right? They both should have been treated in the exact same manner. I don't even know where to start. I I guess I should start by saying that we do not, um, I can't take calls today, we still don't have this remedied. Um, I would love your feedback uh, through email. And, again, that's lynn at pghcitypaper.com. I'll keep my eye on it, and I will get your comments in as quickly as I can. Uh, The the big takeaway... For for me, and I'm sh- I'm sure for so many other people, um, is the spectacle that Judge Kavanaugh made of himself yesterday was of a man who is intemperate, who is seething with rage and resentment, who couldn't get control of himself or his emotions, who showed himself to be a total political operative in black robes. There is no way that he sitting on the Supreme Court can be expected to listen with any measure of openness to any case. I'm being told that the audio is low. Is there any way we can try to jack it up a little bit? I think, yeah. Okay. Well, let me know Lou if it gets up a little bit for you. That would be um Okay, so, if a woman, if a woman had comported herself as Judge Kavanaugh did yesterday, I needn't tell you what the reaction would have been. (laughs) Hysterical, unhinged. Obviously incapable of uh, the kind of judicial temperament and demeanor required of someone sitting on the highest court of the land. Uh, here is a guy who wants, and ex- as if it keeps happening, is going to sit on the Supreme Court as early as next week. And he was spreading conspiracy theories through his rage. His red-faced, bug-eyed rage. Bringing up the Clintons. What?! This is somehow what is happening to me. This, does, this, this, it was a conspiracy to destroy my life. This is payback from the Clintons. <laughs> what? What? I mean, this is delusional and deranged. And the only person more deranged than perhaps Kavanaugh yesterday was Lindsey Graham, who I think saved his. But with his well-timed tirade, if you look at still photos of these men's faces, they are contorted with rage. And all I, and I'm sure every other woman watching that could think, is how women have always been told that we are too emotional for positions of power. This is a country, unlike so many other countries in the world, including Muslim countries, for heaven's sakes, this is a country that has never allowed a woman to lead it. This is a country where a woman who even, who obviously... Was a credible, heart-wrenchingly credible witness yesterday. Could have her testimony disregarded. It was—I don't even think it was brought up when Kavanaugh came on. It was—it had nothing to do. The Republicans made no effort whatsoever to deny what she had said. It was an extraordinary, frightening, distressing, depressing display. And I really, truly now fear for our country. We are a country as we were in the early 1860s. We are a country on the cusp of such division that the nation may not hold. The greatest security threat to this nation right now is not North Korea. It's not Russia. It's not terrorists and extremists. It is us. It is we, the people, who obviously somewhere down the road abdicated our civic responsibility to hold our elected representatives to their. Sworn vow to protect and defend our Constitution. Oh, dear. This man who actually threatened payback, right, is going to be one of nine on the Supreme Court of the United States. I have to tell you, my gut tells me that there are a number of justices on that court. And I would suggest that uh, John Roberts might be, in my dreams, one of them, who are thinking this is going to do irreversible damage to this institution. I finally agree with something Lindsey Graham said. I finally agree with something that Donald Trump said. Uh, Donald Trump said that, uh, if I can get his words right, I don't know. Didn't he say that this was a con? He kept, he spelled it for us. Who did? C-O, it's one of the few words he can spell. C-O-N. Con, said our president. And you know what? I agree with them. This was a con. And the people who were in a position to control what happened at that hearing were the Republicans. So they ran the con. And Lindsey Graham, oh my God, a sham! An outrage, the lowest moment in the history of the U.S. Senate. Yeah, I agree. But it was perpetrated by him and his Republican cronies who did exactly what Graham said they were going to do earlier this week. Yeah, we're going to listen to the lady. And then we're going to vote. It was a sham. Those men sat there hiding behind this Arizona prosecutor who had a vagina and apparently then was, I guess, capable of saving them from unpleasant optics, which they managed to do anyway. And you explain to me how somebody who takes the oath to tell the whole truth, nothing about the truth, and is a witness, Christine Blasey Ford, is a witness. Why did they get a prosecutor not to extract information from her, but to treat her like she was the defendant to try to trip her up? And the silliness of the crap coming from this prosecutor. Like, okay, we don't believe her anymore because she said she's afraid of flying and she flew. She flew there. She's afraid. And did you fly to Hawaii? Yeah, I really like Hawaii. And did you fly here? Yes. And don't you have to fly for your work? Unhappily, on occasion, yes, I do. As if. What did that mean? What, what was that about? <laughs> I've never witnessed anything so absurd in my life. Half the people on any plane are afraid of flying. But you do it. You take a Xanax, you drink, I don't know. I have sat next to people who are terrified, but they fly. I have people in my family who are terrified, but they fly. What was that about? <laughs> and then there was nonsense about the polygraph. I have to tell you. And then in the afternoon when uh, this despicable man who is now going to be on the Supreme Court showed up they shoved the vagina aside and he got a totally different so while the woman witness was grilled by a prosecutor when Kavanaugh came on the Republicans knocked the prosecutor out of the way and instead formed a cheerleading support group for him. They didn't really ask him questions. they just told him over and over how their hearts bled for him, their outrage, they, "Oh, you poor guy, you poor guy, you poor guy." The whole setup was made to save Kavanaugh's ass. Each senator was given five. What? All Kavanaugh had to do when a Democrat asked a pointed question was, as he often did, not answer it and instead go off on, you know, I like beer, I like beer. Don't you like beer? What's wrong with you? The... um, Okay, let me get to some of your emails. i got a lot more to say. I also am looking for, I hope I sent it to myself. Um, Oh, God, I didn't. There is um, a piece in uh, the Washington Post today written by a woman, and it's written in all caps. Milt, my guy, if you can find that for me and send it. What's her name? Alexandra Petri or something? She wrote a brilliant piece in all caps. Because when you see them, you start screaming what she has written. And it is wondrous. Um. I am being t- told, audio is fine, great, in fact. woo We're still afraid to take a call, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so much better. He's seeing an aging frat guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, I, I I just okay. Wait, here's your stuff. Kurt writes, "I cannot believe this guy is Supreme Court material. Angry, evasive, inarticulate. I don't think he knew the Latin legal phrase. The that uh, the one center that was Blumenthal." Uh, tossed his way and he couldn't even admit that Oh, he was lying he lied numerous times yesterday how many times did he say I'm not guilty I didn't do it and the four people that she said were witnesses all said it never happened no they didn't no they didn't not a one of them said that I think two Said they don't recall that party. And the one woman who said she didn't recall the party said, but she believed Christine. He was under oath again yesterday and he just kept lying. You know, when you're a conspiracy theorist or a liar, You got a story that is unassailable because if you're lying, you can make it everything fit right. And he's lying. She, on the other hand, telling the truth, admits to, I'm not sure. I don't remember that. I wish I could help you there. And you see that. Women in a position like she was yesterday have got to hold it together to be credible. She said right off the bat she was terrified. But she summoned up grit and courage. She was a model of somebody trying mightily to tell her story and to answer the questions honestly. He, on the other hand, evasive, not responding to the questions, not even a- refusing to answer them. And then lying, lying, lying. I don't believe any of the Republican senators said she lied. I'm back to Kurt's email. Ford seemed much stronger as a person. Yeah, let's put her on the court. I saw Kavanaugh as a weak man and a weak intellect. Roger writes, let's just forget the importance of a Supreme Court nomination. We're looking for the best employee for a job. If Kavanaugh was applying at my company for a project management position, we would say, on paper, he seemed qualified, but geez, there's too many questions about his character and his potential fit. I think we'll pass. And if he started screaming at you during, uh, you know, when you asked him a question he didn't like, All of us need to remember he's not going to jail based on Ford's testimony. Nobody's life should be ruined by this. It's about a job, a very important job for all of us. It is so consequential. There are many people out there who are qualified, says Roger. Republicans and Democrats should in good conscience be able to tell Kavanaugh, thank you, but you know what, this is, we got to move on, we got to pass. You once said what a shame it would be if the bookends of the Republican Party were Lincoln and Trump. A bigger shame being Washington and Trump. In other words, that our country, this is where it began with a George Washington. Who, by the way, did you notice Trump uh, dissed the other day? Yeah? Said, who knows what kind of... Yeah, I mean, suggested maybe he had sexually assaulted somebody. I, it would be belief." Roger says, I'm so disgusted and sad. Yeah. M- Michael says, as uh, Kavanaugh seemed to yesterday, I play basketball. I play football. I can't sexually assault anyone. Uh, Milton, thank you, dear. Here is Alexandra Petrie. I'll not scream the whole thing, but I she is. It's all in caps. This is in the Washington Post today. How dare you? How dare you do this to Brett Kavanaugh? How dare you deny him this seat? Listen. No, you listen. Do you know what Bret do you know who Brett Kavanaugh is? Brett Kavanaugh went to Georgetown Prep. Brett Kavanaugh is an optimist who looks on the sunshine side of the mountain. Brett Kavanaugh is not yelling. You're yelling. If Brett Kavanaugh does not secure a lifetime appointment on the Supreme Court, this country will be in shambles. This is his birthright. Do you know how embarrassing it is for a Georgetown Prep graduate to not be on the Supreme Court? They are literally 12% of the court. This is probably the worst indignity you can inflict on a a human being. All Brett's asking for is due process. Due process before he's deprived of his God-given right to a seat on the highest court in the land where he will determine the fates of millions. Apply the standard you want to apply to your husband, to your brother, to your son. He should be allowed to be careless. He should be allowed to like beer. Brett likes beer. Who doesn't like beer? Brett isn't yelling. You're yelling. The founders did not break from Britain so a landed white gentleman accused of sexual misconduct could not be given free reign over the lives of millions. If you give this woman credence, you will start a terrible trend. Think of all the careless prep school boys who will not be allowed then to sit on the highest court in the land. Women who have suffered trauma will be allowed to get on planes willy nilly, even though they're frightened. Do you hear him? He was keg club treasurer. And a Renate Alumnius. How dare you deny a keg club treasurer and Renate Alumnius a Supreme Court seat? Are you going to believe her over him? <laughs> you heard the woman. She doesn't even like to fly yet. She flew here. She doesn't remember all the details of the evening, whereas he kept a calendar like his father before him. He is not emotional. You! are emotional no you listen and she goes on it's brilliant (sighs) sorry i got myself hoarse ray writes he was performing for one man and that one man loved it that would be of course the man who nominated him and yes trump what did he say Uh, He tweeted after, I have it here somewhere, I'm sorry, I can't find it, but Trump loved it. It was pure Trump. Someone obviously, here it is, Judge Kavanaugh showed America. Exactly why I nominated him. Well, again, I, the president is absolutely correct. He nominated a right wing hitman in a black robe, a lying son of a bitch sexual assaulter. Somebody Trump could totally, totally feel comfortable with. Michelle Goldberg says this, and this is important. Kavanaugh's apoplectic, ultra-partisan opening statement should alone disqualify him. There is no way that a man who rails against Democrats for seeking revenge on behalf of the Clintons Can even feign impartiality. He also said, You sowed the wind for decades to come. That's a threat. And as Goldberg says, and now he's going to be on the court in a position to seek his revenge. Oh my, it's, um, what you witnessed yesterday was uh, raw power. Something that Republicans have no problem exercising and exhibiting unapologetically. Raw power to get what they want. so they've made a calculation they know that that scene yesterday doesn't play well to I'm assuming a majority of Americans they know that women in particular are (laughs) rage doesn't even incorporate what it is I mean had it I mean feel murderous so they've calculated, well, we lose the House, but we would have anyway. There's a slight chance that we'll lose the Senate, but they've decided that having that court packed with right-wing ideologues for the next 25, 30 years will be worth this hit that they're willing to take now in the Congress Republicans always play the long game, unlike Democrats. And they make these calculations. And they've got to push this through now, because there is that chance that they might lose the Senate. And then they can't pack the court like this. So you do it. You take your lumps, move ahead, and figure that the people... Ultimately, will forget because they always do. We'll not be able to maintain a level of rage and everything can get back to where they'll own it all again. What the court with Kavanaugh on it will do, and make, make no mistake, Roe v. Wade, gone. Citizens United, more so. They will give this country away to the rich and corporate America and Wall Street, and they will eviscerate any protections for the common man and woman. They will destroy what is left of labor unions, and they will do it through judicial fiat. They will allow our environment to be despoiled. Republicans always understood the court was worth fighting for, even losing certain things for, because ultimately it has the power. They'll take this short-term loss, that they're going to suffer for the long-term game gain. gain, and that's their I can tell that that's what they've done the calculation. Now, the fact that the American Bar Association, the nationwide lawyer group that, that always, you know vets judges who are up for office has called since yesterday for a halt i'm sure you know that they want an fbi investigation of course as any fair minded person would somebody else calling for let me see if i can find it here um the leading Jesuit magazine in the world that gave him a rave endorsement in their last issue has rescinded it. Now, Georgetown Prep is a Jesuit school. And the people who educated him, essentially, are now saying, we withdraw our endorsement. Following his testimony, they posted their new editorial late yesterday and it said the nomination was no longer in the interests of the country and should be withdrawn. And then they said this, which is the truth. If Senate Republicans proceed with his nomination, they will be prioritizing policy aims over a woman's report of an assault. Yeah, we women are used to not being prioritized. Top. Were he to be confirmed, the Jesuit magazine says, without this allegation being firmly disproved, it would hang over his future decisions for decades and further divide the country. And understand, this is a Catholic, Jesuit uh, magazine that gave him an over-the-top endorsement because they knew Roe v. Wade would be toast. Planned Parenthood would be toast if they got him on the court. And they were quite open about it, that's why. They wanted him there for policy goals. But then they saw yesterday. And these are true Catholics because they said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know we share the same policy goal, but that woman was believable. And she should take precedence. Brooke writes, it saddens me. The Supreme Court was always the last word. It was always reasonable to hope that when all else failed, the Supreme Court would be there to fix things. Well, it often was. For example, without the court, the Supreme Court, Pennsylvania would not be enjoying, well, that was our court, the new redistricting. That was our Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Do you think that decision would be the same under a Kavanaugh court? No, of course not. It would be a political... That the Supreme Court has become this partisan is a sad reflection of these times. Also, Lindsey Graham's antics yesterday were nothing more than his interview for Attorney General. He doesn't have to interview. Um, He has gone from someone who... I've got it here somewhere. Cuz I it's it's just mind-blowing. Lindsey Graham had once said of Donald Trump. And once said it was like two uh 2 years ago. Ah shit. I'll, I can never find things when I when I want them. But I- if you'll recall, he had uh called uh Donald Trump um Oh, I got it. A jackass, a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. And now he can't do enough for him. I wonder, I'm starting to wonder, did the Russians step up or Trump step up and somebody, you know, it's well known that Lindsey Graham is gay, although he's never come out as gay, which is a, seems odd to me. <laughs> Everyone knows. People make jokes about it because he's not come out. And I'm just starting to wonder if like the Russians have something on Trump which at least makes an effort to explain why he does their bidding as opposed to what is in the best interest of the United States, which uh, he uh, gave an oath to uh, protect and defend. I'm wondering now if somebody's gotten to Graham or if it's just naked ambition on his part. I don't know. Uh Tony, Little Tony says that uh, he just saw a video um, of two women who confronted uh, Senator Flake in an elevator. I heard on my way here, CNN was running it um, live, I think, and I heard it, and it was wow. Two women, both survivors of sexual assault, who had just learned that he was going to vote for Kavanaugh. We're just, I mean, well, look at the video. I can't, I'm not going to characterize it. And he refused to respond to them. These men are unbelievable cowards. And let's... Acknowledge to the extraordinary privilege of these white Republicans that we saw, and how really they don't get it at all. And they still have unbelievable power over all of us who are not white, heterosexual, right wingers. And they don't care to know about our view of things or our difficulties, right? While she was testifying, I kept wanting a camera to show the Republicans. When she was telling her story, I wanted to see their faces. And there are some pictures and They are just either blank or looking down. They can't even look at her. And shows. the picture shows that from her vantage point, that horseshoe table, that curved table that she was looking at, she was situated in such a way, and because there are more Republicans on the committee, that what was immediately in front of her were all those white men who weren't really hearing a word she said and who didn't have the courage to interact with her? Oh, man. Yeah. Barbara says, you are so right, imagine a woman, and there's a picture of Lindsey Graham, and he looks like this. And, and that's what, there's pictures of Kavanaugh looking like that. Like they're, I mean, his face, bright red, his eyes popping out of his head. This is a guy, if a woman were to exhibit, women are not allowed, just like Barack Obama was not allowed to be angry. Black men can't be angry, scares people. Women cannot exhibit anger. It just doesn't sit well with the men who like them to smile and be pleasant. And these social norms exist. And we saw them play out yesterday. So that the angry white guy was thought to have done a hell of a job. And the composed, courageous woman was discounted. Nothing's new about any of that. Nothing's changed. And that, I think, is why so many women are now enraged. Uh, Michael has a prediction. Maybe it's a lame prediction, but I think Kavanaugh, the frat guy, will be ditched by Trump. And they'll put this woman in who's also on the list and is every bit as vile in her opinions. It is conceivable. It is conceivable that the two... Women Republicans. Lisa Murkowski. You know, there's other Republican women senators. Why is are they the ones that are supposed to? The others, I guess, want uh, Roe v. Wade overturned, I suppose. The Republican senator from West Virginia, whose name I'm blanking on, was heard to say after Blasey Ford's testimony. She found it extremely credible. Well, how could she then, who found her testimony credible, which means she believed her, which means then that Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her and has lied now under oath, then how could she vote for him? Maybe. Maybe because of the pushback from the ABA, from the Jesuits, from who knows who at this point, maybe they'll be forced to still drop him. But unless the Democrats take the Senate, which is possible but not probable, we'll just get somebody equally revolting who just didn't happen to attempt rape. Yeah, I'm being shown a picture of Hillary Clinton who was grilled for 11 straight hours. Do you remember that? By a hostile committee and never lost her cool. Never even looked... Ruffled. And then there's Kavanaugh, who was shouting and screaming and crying in the first minutes. And women are too emotional to handle really important political jobs. I hope more and more people are finally seeing. The straitjacket that women, that anyone who's not a white male, is put in. How they have to outperform just to end up in second place. see if I have anything else here. Um, yeah, Goldberg again on, on Blasey Ford. Uh, she wasn't confused or defensive about why she remembered some details and not others. And then in contrast, on comes Kavanaugh snide, self-pitying, furious. His testimony testimony obviously lying. The things he said when he was questioned about the Renata uh, stuff in the yearbook where some of the guys at this uh, school, uh, I guess the word would be slut-shamed this woman from a nearby school and he looked at those senators and said that that's not what it meant it meant that they were all friends they just really liked her they were friends (laughs) does anyone not realize that that was a bald faced lie So the Republicans are going to put this lying, enraged person on the court. And there's not much we can do about it. Michael is saying, no, 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 no. I meant the next Supreme Court nomination will be that horrible woman. Well, In other news, there's still a world going on. And the Republicans are still doing what they do when none of us are watching. They, um, I got this today. The Environmental Protection Agency. I like to try to keep you up to date on some of the horror that's going on that gets no attention at all. The Environmental Protection Agency, which, as you know, is no longer under the uh, purview of uh, Scott Pruitt, but is now under the... Oh... It is now being overseen by a guy who spent his entire career as a lobbyist for coal companies. That's who now heads the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, his name is, uh, Andrew Wheeler. And guess what he is about to do? Somebody leaked it, but it's, it, again, it's a done deal. You know, what are you going to do? Stop him? No, you can't. He is about to eliminate an entire office at the Environmental Protection Agency. It is the office of the science advisor. (laughs) We can't have any science in this department. We don't want no facts. From those pointy-headed, college-educated, hoity-toity people in white coats, the science advisor at the EPA has been there forever. has been It has been considered one of the most senior posts. It uh, reports directly to the uh, head of the EPA, and uh, the science advisor is there to ensure that the highest quality science is integrated into the agency's uh, policies and decision making. So you can see why the science advisor had to go. Because you can't have that. So that's little something that's happening. I mean, God knows there's probably a lot more of of that uh going on on a daily basis that we're not um we're not privy to. Mary writes, "Dear God, help us all." I see this as an opportunity to take an honest look at who our fellow Americans are. Well, it's hard to do that, isn't it? It's disconcerting and uh, frightening. She says we didn't fully appreciate appreciate how prevalent the moronic redneck faction was that was sitting right smack next to us, this ugly, ugly side of us is no longer ignorable. We have no choice but to deal with the vast numbers of these people. However it happened, they have reared their heads in our White House, in our Senate, in our House, and the Supreme Court, and in fact they own our government. Right? The majority will do as they please. Conservative Republicans have always been street fighters, whereas we liberals are so worried about feelings and being considerate and open-minded. What I predict will come of this is hopefully we will be motivated and we will rear up and fix the sexist disgrace of a society that we are. This was an accurate depiction of who they are and who we are. This, this has been an opportunity for anyone with a brain cell left in their head to see what our country is, to see the truth. I hope we'll get up and out of our lazy, tired, comfortable chairs and get active in our government. I, I mean, I, well said, Mary, and, you know, but we as a country, I don't think are very good at coming to terms uh, with ourselves, as, um, as you suggest, this is now an opportunity to do. Um, we still haven't, we still haven't come to terms with our original sin i mean we have a number of original sins if we can get beyond our you know mythology our practical genocide of the people who were here on this land before we came our bringing millions of Africans into our country in shackles to be uh, we haven't come to terms with it. We're just supposed to shut up, wave the flag, support our military and that's Who we become. We are a militaristic, fat, lazy, stupid people and a cowardly people. It's why I can't sing the Star Spangled Manor anymore because it ends with in the land of the, uh, land of the free and the home of the brave. Well, we are anything but. We played right into Osama bin Laden's hands after 9-11, doing exactly what he had hoped. And we've been tearing ourselves apart for years, letting Russians play us, letting anyone play us, letting media, capitalists, making tons of money, separate us and play us. I think I was telling somebody the other day that I think Donald Trump is the absolute perfect president for us now. He is representative of what we've become. He's crude. He's vulgar. And our culture is as well. He is a privileged white male who doesn't bother learning anything. It's all about making deals, not necessarily honoring them. It's about getting what you can get. Not caring for people who need help. I'm sorry, but I think he is in many ways an embodiment of what this country has become. I am not suggesting there are not wonderful human beings in this nation doing wonderful work. But they ain't running it. They ain't setting the cultural norms. They ain't at the table where stuff gets done. No. That's where Lindsey Graham and Chuck Grassley and Brett Kavanaugh and people who went to the right schools from the right people. So, I think in some ways, you know, Donald Trump is, if if as. Picking up on what Mary said about this is a moment to look at ourselves honestly. Let's honestly acknowledge that that bloated, repulsive human being who is now the leader of our nation, our representative, put there in large part by our system and the people, is a fitting representation Ford is considering moving to a place she had said if he gets on the court I might have to move to New Zealand but she'll have to fly there Um. Okay, I think I have one other thing, but I'm so discombobulated I can't find my stuff. Uh, 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 um. Oh, and he, here's another point. I, I, he, why I, I fear for our country as well. Because this brilliant document, the Constitution, that our founding fathers gave us, is in some ways not doing the job anymore. We're a different country, so much so that it doesn't... Let's just put it this way. That Senate that is about to put this awful human being on the Supreme Court, because every state has two senators... You do know that the majority, the Republican majority, actually represents only 18% of the population of the country. So those big square states out there, Montana and Wyoming and all of those states with two senators and more cows than people, they have Undue power in that Senate, which is a pretty important body seeing as it signs off on all of these, not just the Supreme Court, but all of the federal judiciary seats that they are packing now. None of that gets any attention. We're worrying about this one seat on the Supreme Court. They're going to, that seat that he's vacating on the very important appeals court will be will be filled by a Kavanaugh clone, our entire federal court system. And that's because of the way the Founding Fathers set things up. And because they were so intent, well, they had to, in order to get the country, they had to give away a lot of stuff to the slave owners And we are, it's not working anymore. The Electoral College is a ridiculous thing to have. Now, the vast majority of Americans live in urban areas. That's the majority. And if the majority ruled, we would be a much more progressive nation. This right-wing republicanism does not represent who we are. Our constitution is failing us now. Which is just another reason I don't have a lot of hope. What am I left with? Anger. But a woman can't be angry. As you know this one is and has been. So fuck 'em. Although we're the ones who are about to get fucked. I am so sorry. All right. Um, I'll see you guys on Monday. I can't even begin to imagine what's going to come down this weekend. I'll, I'll see you Monday. And let's let Mary's words uh, ring true. Let's get off our butts. Let's get active. And I mean that in every way we can. Thank you. Bye